0: For some background, there's this app called Life360 where you can add friends and family on. Essentially, you can all see each other's current and past locations. You can also set up alerts to be notified when someone comes home, or leaves, arrives at work, etc. It's really good. I recommend it to everyone. You can never be too safe nowadays. Two months ago, I was at home, waiting for my boyfriend to get home. I got an alert around 6pm, letting me know that he has left work. It usually took him 45 minutes to get home. I got up from the sofa and headed upstairs to run myself a bath. My bath was ready in about 10 minutes. I was doing other bits of things while I was waiting for it to cool. When I heard a thud downstairs and through the closed bathroom door, I assumed it was the front door. I shouted out something along the lines of, I'm taking a bath! I heard him walking along our very creaky floorboards and assumed that he was in the kitchen grabbing some dinner. About five minutes later when I picked up my phone to put on some music and realized I never got an alert on my phone from Life 360 saying that my boyfriend had arrived home. I went into the app to make sure I didn't mess up the settings by accident and I kid you not, my blood ran cold when I saw that my boyfriend had stopped at a petrol station and was still about a half hour away. I could still hear the floorboards creaking downstairs, very lightly, as if someone was trying to tiptoe, but were unable to. I had no idea what to do. I called my boyfriend, he didn't answer, and when I didn't hear his phone ring from downstairs, I freaked out even more. I have horrible anxiety and could feel an attack coming on. I left the bathroom and walked into the bedroom as quietly as possible. I shoved my desk chair under the knob as it didn't have a lock. I don't know why, but I didn't think to call the police then. I was so focused on getting out, that all my other thoughts and senses just disappeared. I say this lightly now, but this was not the case at the moment. I proceeded to basically mission impossible bullet out of my bedroom. We had a shed underneath the window, large enough for me to safely get on top of it, and then jump off from there, into the garden. The only issue was, that I had to make my way down the garden alley where I would have to walk past our large window and door. He would be able to see me very clearly. I was so scared. I kept taking peeks into the window and I couldn't see anyone. I felt more confident to run past and took one last peek. And there he was, looking right at me, not even a foot away from the window. I can't even begin to explain the sheer fear and horror I felt looking him right in the eyes He had such a cold expression, totally emotionless. I ran, didn't look back, I was so fucking terrified. I remember nearly tripping in my slippers and having to shake them off so I could run faster. There was a long road between us and our neighbors where I was running to. I did make it, their lights were on and I started pounding on their window. I was let in and they called the police for me as I was inconsolable at that point. I kept telling them to please call my boyfriend as he was driving home too. When the police arrived, they found that no one was there. We didn't have cameras and neither did my neighbors, so we have no way of telling when or how he entered and left. I later found out that he came through the window. The noise I heard, which I assumed was the door. The window had fell downward and shut loudly. I assume after the man came in, There were also scratches on the top of the chair that I put under my doorknob, signaling that he tried to push it open, but was unable to. There wasn't much of a case. I couldn't ID him. He was also wearing a face mask and beanie, and I don't even know what color hair he has. The only thing I saw was his eyes. He was white, tall, slim, and a man. I only looked at him for a mere second, if that. Nothing was stolen either. We have cameras and a security system now, never making that mistake ever again. This happened this weekend. Our neighbors were having a late night outside dinner party. My wife had turned off all the lights in our house, and I assumed she had locked the doors. But she hadn't, as I was to find out. She had gone to bed. The house was dark, and I was more or less alone. I was in my office room, and from the living room I heard, Want some chicken? It was a small voice, a girl's voice. I heard, You want some chicken? Two or three more times from the living room. I went into the pitch black living room and heard them again. I decided I was going to stand my ground, defend my home, and meekly ask, Are you in my house? You want some chicken? I can see the door is open now, and I'm shitting a brick. Why are you in my house? You want some chicken? You can't be here. Please leave. The screen door closes, but not my front door. I close the door and lock it, and tell my wife, who says, that's probably just a neighbor's little girl. Now I'm pretty sure she's right, but that scared the fuck out of me. In my defense, they had never brought over food for us before, and it was 9.30 p.m. This happened a long time ago when I was 18. I'm 50 now, but still remember it clearly. I was living with a friend in an apartment. My bedroom was way in the back. Little background. My friend and I did a lot of hitchhiking back then. There's a reason I mentioned this. Back to the story, I was taking a nap one afternoon and I opened my eyes to see someone in my doorway. It was a guy we hitched a ride with from a bit ago who we stupidly had drop us off right in front of our apartment. He was just standing there looking at me and I was the only one home. Some instinct told me not to act scared so I sat up and greeted him like it was totally normal to see a strange man staring at me from my bedroom door. I quickly got up and got him into the living room of the front of the apartment, acting like it was a nice surprise seeing him and talking casually the whole time. My pretense at being casual worked, thank God, because he left shortly after. I truly think if I would have acted frightened and lost my shit, it would have been the catalyst he needed to do whatever he might have been thinking of doing. Predators love fear. I don't want to think about what he might have done if I had gave in and got visibly frightened. I just know I was extremely relieved when he left without hurting me. He was planning something because he snuck in my pad and apparently was just watching me sleep when I woke up and saw him. Was he just going to keep watching? Somehow I doubt it. I thought twice about being dropped off at my place again. I should have stopped hitchhiking too, but we were young and stupid. Those stories are for another time. This is the first time I've ever written it down. Curious what anyone thinks if my reaction might have saved me because I really believed it did. Like I said, predators love fear and I did my best to hide it. It worked. God was definitely protecting me because I don't know if I would have thought that quickly otherwise. That was still a scary experience though. I was shaking inside when he finally left. This kind of mess-up thing always happens in the worst situations. I get nervous, act stupidly, and the world blesses me with mercy. This time around, I was at home. Pretty unusual for me. The last days, I had been sick and stayed home from school. That Friday, I was fully recovered, but decided to skip class anyways because it was the end of the week and it just wasn't worth the trip. Little background. Both of my parents were out. My father had late shifts, and my mother was taking care of an elder, so she had to sleep at her house. We have wooden slabs that close on the windows and doors for heavy weather that are also closed at night to avoid people from looking inside through the curtains that were very transparent, especially at night when the only light source was inside the house. My parents used to open them when they were at home during the day to make the environment naturally illuminated, but I spent the day in my room like a goblin so I never did. The only one I opened was the one that my parents left open for getting out of the house, and this is an important detail. I was starting to notice a gray car parked across the road on certain times of the day. They simply parked, stayed a while, and drove off. I figured that it must be some of the neighbors' visitors since they didn't have a place for more cars, so sometimes their friends would park at the bus stop. One day, I was cutting myself some tomatoes for a sandwich when I heard a loud bang on the glass door. I quickly turned around to where the sounds were coming from and spotted a man who was throwing himself against the door with his whole body weight. I'll tell you, this door isn't made to hold any kind of trauma. It was a full pane of glass, as fragile as it may sound. It's been broken by mistake during parties, and I was totally sure, looking at the shaky nails, that it wouldn't have lasted after two bangs. My mind at this point dropped to caveman level. I decided to open the door with a fucking table knife in my hand. A rounded table knife. The man fell before my feet and I collected myself with the most efficient expression I could give. I didn't say a word. I just stared at him as he quickly got up and backed off. He then proceeded to make up the messiest explanation I've ever heard. He said something like, Oh, I didn't know you were home and then asked me if my parents were home, because he has a service for sharpening knives. That is the thing here, people go around the street and stop at the houses for various services. He then looked quickly at my hand, and responded himself that we didn't need anything sharpened, and that he had made a mistake. I then saw a woman coming around the corner, about to come into the house before noticing me. The man turned around and shook his head with his eyes wide open, she backed off and then they ran out to a car which unfortunately I didn't get the plates. I then closed the wooden slabs, shut the door and proceeded eating my unfinished sandwich with my shaky hands. This just happened about a half hour ago and I'm still reeling from it. It's 1:30 in the morning and I just got home from hanging out with one of my cousins. I'm in the midwest, so we've been getting slammed all night by runoff of the hurricane weather down south. So, I was driving, coming up to my house in a downpour, and winds were almost knocking me over. I'm on my porch, waiting for my brother to come unlock the door, when I look behind me and see a guy walking towards me. Now, we're no strangers to people going past our house. We're at the end of the first side road in a good sized neighborhood and to the left of us is a walking trail. Just before that, we have a fire station with a huge parking lot. Across the street from that was a party store and some apartments. So it's not uncommon to see people going past the side of our house, beyond the fence, or down our road at all times of the night. But again, it had been storming bad all night. Who would go out in this? This dude was maybe 500 or 600 feet away from me, straddling the line between the fire station lot and my neighbor's yard. He's limping a little, and I could sort of make out his silhouette. He's bulky with a hat on, those fuzzy lumberjack hats, like the one that Cousin Eddie wears on Christmas vacation. The longer I wait, the closer he gets. It felt like a good five minutes before my brother finally opens the door. I slide in and spend 20 seconds trying to fiddle the deadbolt in place. I sneak over to the far edge of the living room, to the window that looks outside, and he's heading towards my house. We have a dresser in our yard that my mom is fixing up, and this guy is right behind it walking up our walkway. At this point, I start freaking out. I can see him a little better now with a porch light on. He had a jacket over maybe a sweatshirt and that furry hat, and for some reason a face mask, just a regular disposable one. This dude is walking in a beeline straight for my porch. I'm on autopilot now. I rushed into the kitchen and shut off the lights. With it on, you could see the shadow straight onto the living room window, and I wanted the element of surprise on this dude. With that, I headed back to the window and quietly looked outside again. The dude is gone. I glanced on my porch, into the yard, down the road. No sign of him anywhere. I didn't hear him coming off my porch, which you usually can. It's all the dead leaves on the side of the house, and I didn't hear any crunching there. So at the end of writing this, it's been about 45 minutes. Both ways into our house are locked and dead bolted. My windows are a good 7-8 to feet above the ground, so it would take some effort getting through them, and I haven't heard anything. Best case scenario, this dude was just trying to stay dry for a second before walking back out. Hopefully I'm spooked for nothing, and it will be quiet for the rest of the night. But man, I still got goosebumps. Years ago, when me and my brother were kids, we lived with our parents in a suburb in a small town. Here we were surrounded by houses on one side and a large open mountain range on the other. One Halloween night, I'm guessing somewhere between 2004 and 2006, my mother had put us to bed and my dad was working away sailing ships at the time. So she was alone watching TV in the living room downstairs. She noticed something out of the corner of her eye and felt the sudden sensation of being watched. In the window next to her, she could see someone in a Halloween mask looking straight towards her. At first, she freaked out but then she brushed it off as someone being funny. After all, it was Halloween. But as some time went by and this person still hadn't moved, she decided enough was enough and she drew her blinds. Sometime later, she decided to go to bed and went to double check if the doors were locked. Through a small one-way glass in the door, she saw the person still standing there, face up close to the same window, despite not being able to see anything through it. This freaked her out. She opened and closed the door with a loud bang. The window he stood in was roughly 10 meters away from our main entrance door, so she wasn't in any harm's way. Luckily, that seemed to scare him off, and he was never seen again. I'm super creeped out right now. I'm a 27-year-old female. Last night I was home, completely alone and sleeping in my bed. In the middle of the night I was woken up by the sound of someone trying to push up my locked bedroom window. I couldn't see my window because it was past my footboard on the other side of my bedroom and I was laying down. But I knew that unmistakable sound of the window being locked and the jiggling sound it makes because I've locked myself out plenty of times and have tried to get through that window before. I sat up to get a look and I saw a dark silhouette of a person standing looking through my window. I laid back down for a second, really confused and tired. When I actually clicked what I had seen, I sat right back up. They were gone. I tried to get back to sleep, but was spooked for the rest of the night. In the morning, I thought I might have dreamt it, and I called everyone I knew that it could have been, and no one knew anything. No one was at my house, nobody I knew was trying to get into my house in the middle of the night through my bedroom window, especially when I don't think the person even knocked on the front door before trying to open the window. I went outside to investigate to see if I was just crazy. I looked at the window and saw a handprint of whoever was trying to slide up the glass. Also, it had recently rained, so I could see the muddy shoe prints going to and from my window. I have no idea who they were or what they wanted, but I am so glad that window was locked. I'm not entirely sure this qualifies as creepy, so much as it was straight up scary. I live in a rural area. It was late fall, 2007. There's only a few houses within a mile of where I live. One night, I was laying in bed asleep, and I woke up to what I thought was a girl screaming for help. It was about 1am. I sat up to listen, to see if I was dreaming. Then I heard it again, much closer this time. Help me. Somebody help. Before I could even get out of bed, some girl was pounding on my door, begging for me to let her in. Not even giving it a second thought, I was racing downstairs to see what was wrong. As soon as I got to the door, I could see her nose was bleeding, and her mouth was cut. My first thought was that she was in a car accident. I found out differently almost immediately. I opened the door to let her in, and two steps behind her was her boyfriend. He was attacking her. She got to the door and I tried to close it behind her, but he stopped it from closing by putting his hand on it. Now, I can only assume it was adrenaline, but when the door popped open and he took a step into my house, I put my hands on his chest and pushed him back to the door at least four or five steps. With my other hand, I pointed at his face and told him, "'If you take one more step in my house, it will be your last.' His eyes got big and he was apologetic. "'I'm sorry, sir. I'll leave.' We called the cops and he was arrested. Turned out, they were at the bar and he hit her, so she left him there. He walked all the way to her house, which was a quarter mile away from my house. I just happened to be the first house she came across. I lived in the middle of nowhere, in the country. Closest house was a few miles away. My parents never let me be home alone, but they had to go get groceries from a town 40 minutes away and I begged not to go. I just wanted to stay home and play with my Barbies. They agreed. I was having the time of my life and all of a sudden, I hear both dogs barking outside. They would only bark like that when a car would pull up. I am on the second floor of my home. The front door is on the first floor, right by the stairs to the basement. I look out my window and just stare because I have a sinking feeling in my stomach, and I start screaming. I see a man walking up my driveway. I start hyperventilating and crying, wondering how this person got here. My driveway is pretty long, thank God, but covered in trees. He is about 20 feet from the front door, and that thing is never locked, so I bolted downstairs and thankfully got there in time. It was right out of the movies, because as I was at the front door, locking it, I hear pounding on the door, then I hear the door handle trying to be opened. I book it into the dining room and make sure the screen door is locked. I call my dad on the home phone. He starts swearing, not directed at me. What the fuck? I hear the man going through the garage and I'm freaking the fuck out, and he's trying to open the door. He eventually goes through the yard and seemed like he was looking for something. My dog is small, but she's barking up a storm. I tried to call my closest neighbor, who was a retired cop, but of course, he wasn't home. It felt like 30 minutes, but this guy finally leaves, and my dad and mom finally get home. Turns out, it was our very drunk neighbor. His house was like 7 miles away. He came into my yard looking for my dad, because he had driven his car into a ditch, and we lived on a tire farm. It wasn't uncommon for my dad to help these people. They were drunk all the time and always looked for rides. Anyways, my dad took his gun and went to their house. He threatened them and told them to never do shit like that again. If I remember right, they were trying to get into one of our vehicles. Scariest time of my life, didn't stay home alone for a long time after that. Even thinking back now on it, my heart races. I don't think they would have done anything to me because I respected my dad, who is 6'5 and has anger issues, but at the time, I didn't know. To add, these people ended up making me a dream catcher and a travel blanket. They had about 10 people living in a 2 bedroom house of theirs, so I didn't recognize the man. Their house ended up getting raided for drugs or something. I'm a 22 year old female. I live in a brand new apartment complex on the nice side of town. My city is pretty safe in general. This is the first time I've ever lived alone, so even though it's a safe area, I took some precautions which included installing a ring video doorbell. I've honestly never needed it in the 6 months I've lived here as no unexpected visitors have come by until last night. I was sitting home alone with my dog, working on some homework. It was nearly 8pm and started to get dark. At night, I had my ring set up to alert me when any person is detected outside my door. I received a notification of motion at my door, but I didn't think much of it. At 8pm, people are still walking down the halls, upstairs, etc., About 30 seconds later, I receive several loud knocks on my door and my ring is pushed rapidly three times. At this point, I'm spooked and my dog is going nuts. I opened up the app to see two men standing outside my door. I debated internally on if I should open the door or not, but then I decided since it wasn't quite dark yet and my neighbors were home that it would be safe to do so. I slowly opened my door, just enough to put my head out. The man nearest to me says that there were the wreath committee and complimented my wreath. He then went on to say that he was with the internet company and that he and his partner were here to offer me a deal. Now my apartments have a very strict no-tolerance policy for solicitation of any kind. We are told to immediately report that kind of activity. There are even signs posted all around stating that solicitation is prohibited by law here. I told the men that I was happy with my current service and was not interested in switching. The man who spoke first continued to speak about the great deal that they were offering. I continued to decline. He kept saying that he lived real close to here and that he would be happy to personally set up the service. He even offered to come inside and help me get started immediately. I declined his offer once more, and he reiterated that if I changed my mind to give him a call, because he could be here in five minutes to help me out. He handed me a business card, and I tried to end the conversation again. He then tells me that he can't just walk away knowing I could get such a great deal, and I'm saying no to it. At this point, my instincts are telling me something's off. I decided to take a more aggressive approach, and asked him if he was aware that my apartments have a strict no-solicitation policy. He said he was aware, but that he cleared it with management. My apartment has a very small management team, and I know every single one of them. I asked him who he cleared it with. He said that he cleared it with the guys on the golf cart, Mike and Will, and that Mike was a great guy. Now, I knew it was all a lie. Our management team is only women here, and there's nobody named Mike or Will. In fact, only one man works here, and his name is Joe. I say, Thanks, but I'm not interested, and I closed the door and locked it loudly. I took a closer look at the business card he handed me. It had a logo and the name that he gave me, but the email was not a company email. It was a Yahoo account. The phone number also didn't appear when I searched it up for the company. I decided to post my encounter in the residence-only Facebook page. A few other women commented that they had similar interactions tonight, but that they were given different names. The strange thing was, none of the men or couples were approached. It was only women they spoke with. It was only women that they spoke to. They talked to my upstairs neighbor and my neighbor across the hall, both girls, and didn't speak to either of the men who lived on the same floor as me. Everyone was given different names, and everyone was offered vastly different deals, Two women were told that they didn't have business cards to hand out. I thought it was worth googling the guy's name to see if anything popped up. Sure enough, the second result was a report on the offender registry. Turns out, the man I spoke with at my door has five felonies and has served several years in jail for various charges. Trafficking a controlled substance, theft by deception, and possession of stolen property. I knew it was him because there was a photo attached to the report. He's currently on parole until November. I'm not sure if I'm overthinking the situation because this is my first time experiencing something like this, but I know it didn't feel right. Maybe I'm just being dramatic or paranoid, but the entire thing feels more than a little bit off. I'm not sure if they were just scammers, if they were stalking places to rob, or worse, I reported this to the property manager who is investigating it today, but I am just a bit uneasy about the whole thing. If they return, I'll be calling the police for sure. As of the time I'm writing this, nothing else suspicious has happened, and I'm safe at the moment. I'll continue to stay vigilant. Be safe out there, guys. When I was really little, like five or six, my parents left me home alone because they were going to be back in about five or ten minutes. So I thought nothing of it and I remember them saying don't answer the door unless I heard their voices. So about seven minutes later I hear knocking, so I waited for my dad's or mom's voice but didn't hear either. We had a peephole so I looked through it and I kid you not, there was some drunk in a clown costume at my door. I started screaming like I never screamed before. Obviously, the guy ran away as soon as he heard that. My parents came home, and I told them, and the cops got involved, etc. But God, that was horrifying. And I think that's what started my intense fear of clowns. I'm thankful that my parents said not to open the door unless it was them. I don't know what would have happened if they hadn't. This happened years ago when I was a college student. I lived in an old house with 10 other girls. Six bedrooms, three fridges. It was actually a nice place to live. All of my roommates went home after the spring semester. So I was alone for a couple weeks as I was working instead of going home for the summer. One night I dragged in after work and was annoyed to discover the doors unlocked. The landlord had let the carpet cleaners in that day and I knew that they were coming, but no one locked up. It was well after dark, so I went in and locked the doors and glanced through to make sure I was actually alone. As I settled on my bed with a book, trying to relax and forget the house had been open all day, the doorbell rang. I went to the bottom of the stairs, and I could clearly see through the glass door that no one was there. I returned to my room, and the doorbell rang again, again, No one was there. While I was standing there, staring at the door, the doorbell rang, and rang, and rang. I finally took the batteries out of it that were inside the bell unit, and went back upstairs, now a bit shaken. It was a windy night, and I was hearing rattling, which I tried to ignore. I already knew I may not sleep that night. About 15 minutes later, I hear footsteps on the stairs, A clearly heavy, likely male footstep. I'm alone in the house, the only phone was on the top of the stairs. In order to call for help, I would have to move closer to the stairs. I've heard a fight or flight response before, but I had a reaction I never suspected. I froze. I couldn't move as I heard the footsteps getting closer and closer. My pepper spray was on my desk, mere feet away from me, but I couldn't move. Moments later, a figure dressed in black reached the top of the stairs and turned towards my room. Right before I screamed, I realized it was my boyfriend. He didn't think he would scare me, he just was having fun. Our doorbell was a remote, so he took it and was hiding in the bushes. Then he came through the downstairs room, where the window had been left open in the hot summer and the screen was easily taken off. That was the last time any of the downstairs windows were left open or unlocked pepper spray and a knife made their way close to my bedside I got him back in a rather immature way I told his mom what he had done for the record that relationship didn't last much longer when I was 11 years old I got back from school and we had an exterminator at my house a man who had came to my home before. I was doing my homework downstairs. He was upstairs and saying, psst, psst, to get my attention from the stairwell landing. We had a nanny since my parents worked long hours, but she wasn't around and I wasn't sure where she was or if she ran out to run a quick errand or something. I went up the stairs thinking the exterminator needed help finding something or had a question He brought me into the hall bathroom, touched my stomach on top of my clothes, and told me that it was nice. Then he asked if I had gotten my period before. Thank God, I said I had. He asked if anyone was in the house, which I replied, my nanny was, and then he told me not to tell anyone that we spoke. Later that afternoon, the nanny saw how distressed I was, coaxed it out of me, and convinced me to tell my mom. We went to a detective we were informed that this man had fled the country a few days later. A few years later, my mom saw him in our neighborhood, outside another home working for the same company, who said they had fired him after the allegations were made. This happened when I was 12 or 13 years old. A bit of a backstory, my dad was actively having an affair and had just been caught by my mom, who was also finishing her degree and had just lost her dad. The stress was just too much for her and she just snapped, for lack of better terms. She was diagnosed with PTSD at the time and later bipolar disorder. She has been treated with medicine and the occasional inpatient stays at behavioral hospitals ever since. At the time, she made an alias account to use the internet and use the name Lori, which was a twist on her middle name. I'd usually check the mail from my parents, and noticed that she would occasionally get mail and packages to her pseudonym, and also to her real name. One night, we were all asleep when the doorbell rang. My dad and I both got up at the same time to check, and the doorbell rang again. We went to our front door, my dad looking through the peephole, and I was checking the nearby window. I remember seeing a man in his 30s or 40s, very shaggy and disheveled. His eyes were completely bloodshot, and he was wobbly, obviously intoxicated. My dad has a booming voice and asked aggressively through the door who this man was. I'll never forget him slurring. It's, it's me, Tom. I'm here for Lori. I just want to talk to Lori. Please, please get Lori. My dad was fairly oblivious and didn't notice the name or make a connection, so he told the guy to fuck off and the dude left on his bicycle. And to this day, I don't know if he actually knew my mom, or if he wandered the neighborhood and maybe read the names off the mail in the mailbox, or if my mom met him online and gave out our address. It never happened again, but I remember it being especially creepy because I was young and watching my parents' marriage strained by constant fighting and deception, and my mother's behavior becoming more erratic as her mental health deteriorated. It made every day feel so scary and unpredictable. So this happened to me when I was 11 years old. I was a shy kid, so I didn't usually play outside with other kids in my small neighborhood. One day a girl showed up at my house and asked to play with me. I instantly said no due to my shyness. My mom kept insisting on me to play with her, so she let her in. I remember sitting in my living room with my head in my shirt because I didn't want to play with her. Strangely enough, she didn't leave until another good 45 minutes had passed. It was quite strange because now I'm 21. I realized I'd never seen that girl around my neighborhood at all. And I knew those kids around my area pretty well since I lived on a dead end street. I never saw that girl again. I still think about it to this day. And out of all the kids around there, why did she pick me if she never saw me playing with any other kids? A few weeks ago, my house got hit hard with COVID, so my kids and I were hanging out at home. I had my front door opened because I was waiting on the schoolwork to be dropped off. I see a car pull up in my driveway. It was going very slow, and I went on the porch, thinking it was their schoolwork. To my surprise, it was a man. I was expecting a woman, and he started with, Hey, I have a pretty weird question. I said, okay, what's that? He started telling me that his wife grew up here. I knew it was a lie. My house hasn't been here long enough for that. He continues with, she wanted me to walk inside the house and look around. I said, no, I told him that we actually have COVID at the moment. He kept on assisting, then he said, okay, I lied. She didn't grow up here. She was assaulted in 2010 and wants to come and look around again i told him no we went back and forth for three or four minutes he even offered to pay me he eventually gave up and got in his car i locked the door and looked out my window while he sat in his car a tree was blocking the view for the most part but i could see someone else in the car something about him wasn't right the vibes he gave me sent chills down my body he also told me that he'd be back i have small cameras and I called the police, but they couldn't locate him. I suffer from anxiety and have three small children. Since this happened, I haven't slept well. I'm so worried that he'll show back up during the night. I live in a safe area for the most part, but on a busy road. I don't believe he was telling the truth, and I do believe he'll be back. This happened to me when I was about 7 years old. It was already 8pm and I was on my way home. On my way, there was a big white tunnel which was very dimly lit. At the end of the tunnel stood a man in his 50s, he was about 6 feet tall and a bit smelly. His clothes were torn and very dirty. As soon as he saw me, he spoke to me. I can't remember exactly what he said to me, but the typical questions like, what is your name?" how old are you, what are you doing out so late, and so on. Thinking back, I was not afraid. He seemed friendly to me. I didn't understand how dangerous this situation could be. It was dark and we were both alone. He walked me the rest of the way home and kept asking questions. When we reached my house, my father opened the door for me. The stranger explained that he wanted to accompany me because it was very dangerous for me to be out so late. My father was a bit disturbed and told him to fuck off immediately, otherwise he would call the police. The stranger looked at me, smiled, and left without saying another word. My father locked the door and I never saw the stranger again. This encounter is not too scary, but I'm glad the stranger had no bad intentions. He had every opportunity to kidnap me, or worse... I was naive and it could have got me killed.